45 of Icebreaker, throwing a little wrinkle at, uh, at you listeners and viewers. Today, we're bringing in a one-time guest to the show, but you know he's going to be leading the charge here moving forward, and that is Brian Munn. So, Brian, how are you doing? And uh, yeah, excited for the, uh, for the new host. Hey, I, I found an office already, so <laughs> I'm set. But yeah, no, this is, uh, this is something that, you know, you and I have been talking about here for the last few weeks and really excited to get going. I grew up in the Western Hockey League. It's some of my fondest memories. And obviously the last 15 years here in Winnipeg have been a dream come true to work in the NHL and the American Hockey League. And I complete the hat trick now with the Winnipeg Ice. So uh, I'm a pretty happy guy and it's a great fit for my family. Yeah, before we get into that in, uh, in just a sec, I just want to say the Icebreaker Show is presented by Tribute Digital. Tribute Digital provides e-commerce marketing solutions that go past just impressions and clicks, focusing on revenue for your business. Uh, contact Tribute Digital today to transform your digital business. Visit tribute.com slash ice to start. And so for those of you who don't know, Brian's going to be taking on the icebreaker show, but he is also the play-by-play voice of the Winnipeg Ice and the manager of communications. And we're super excited to have him on board. Um, we got a cool show coming at you today for episode 45, and it's a you know NHL draft 2021 version. And before I let Brian get into that, I wanted to get in my personal favorite segment of the show. And one that I have never gotten right yet. And maybe that'll change here <laughs> on my on my uh, going out episode. But that is the Manitoba Building Trades hot take. And I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that the Montreal Canadiens exposed Carey Price to the expansion draft. And I think right. I think that the Seattle Kraken are going to do it. And they're going to take them. And they're going to take on the $10.5 million contract. Because why wouldn't you? He's one of the best goalies in the league. Yeah. He's there. And, you know, if the Montreal Canadiens proved anything, it's that you can, you know, almost win, get to a cup final with that kind of contract. And from looking at the other lists and who's left open, there's a lot of good players, you know, at very good prices to build around that. Um, so I'm going to go with that for my Manitoba Building Trades hot take. It's not just any project. It's the opportunity of a lifetime. It's about building something great for Manitoba. That's why you turn to the talent and craftsmanship of Manitoba's expert trades people. Manitoba Building Trades is Manitoba's unionized construction industry. Productive labor is our business. With over 10,000 skilled trades professionals, we build what others can only imagine. Visit mbtrades.ca and come build with us. So it's your hot take. I'm kind of lukewarm on it right now, but let's throw two factors into this. Go. He's a BC boy. So right away. It adds to the Canuck Kraken rivalry. Yeah. And of course, he's a Western Hockey League graduate with the Tri City Americans. Yes. Which isn't too far away. So, this whole thing could really come back. And what yeah. a way for Ron Francis and company if they decided to go down that route. Here's your star player. Here's your franchise guy. Yeah. Who's arguably right now one of the top three goaltenders in the entire league. You could have that backstopping your team in their inaugural season, it's going to turn some heads. It sure is. I think, I think, you know, I could be retiring here with my first correct hot take. Time will tell. I think uh, we'll, we'll, we'll find out soon enough, but uh, tell us about the show today, who you got coming on and what it's all about. Well, first of all, you'll notice multiple backgrounds. You'll notice 
many costume changes. Unfortunately, this stays the same. But the last few days, we've had a great opportunity to catch up with four members of the Winnipeg Ice who are all excited, obviously, about the NHL draft coming up this weekend. It's virtually. There's disappointment that they can't be in one of the 32 centers to be there and walk up to the podium and shake Gary Bettman's hand and put the hat and jersey on. But uh, we'll talk to Carson Lambos. We'll talk to Owen Peterson. We'll have an opportunity to uh, visit with Mikey Milne and also goaltender Gage Alexander. So all four of those guys coming up on the show, talking about some of the quirky questions that they've been asked over the last few months. And we'll also get an update on their summer too, because as we all know, the last Western Hockey League season wasn't exactly normal by any means. And everybody was locked in the subway hub and a terrific job to get that played out in the East division. So we'll kind of catch up with the guys too. And, Find out how life is getting ready for the weekend. And that's coming up right after this. The Icebreaker Show is presented by Tribute Digital. If you're looking to transform the growth of your business, then Tribute will provide you with proven online marketing solutions customized to achieve your goals. Visit them at tribute.com slash ice. That's tribute.com with two Bs forward slash ice. Carson, appreciate the time as we all look forward to Friday night and the big day that you and your family have been waiting for for quite some time. So before we get to all the specifics, how are you feeling just a few days out? Yeah, I'm really excited to see uh, what will come this weekend. Uh, I've been looking forward to this for a long time and it's been coming really fast these past few weeks. So it's a lot of excitement. There's always curiosity amongst the general public on the outside looking into these events and Obviously, with the television broadcast and the social media and everything that goes into it, how busy have you been? And have you been able to enjoy yourself right now? Or is this thing all consuming for you? Yeah, it is definitely very busy between talking to teams and media and and things like that. But uh, I'm trying my best to enjoy it and not let it get the best of me. And uh, uh, I'm just trying to soak it all in. I asked Owen Peterson this question, so I'll ask it to you as well. What's the quirky question you've got from NHL teams so far? Uh, I think I had to play the guitar for one of the teams, and I'm not very good, but I, I said I can play. and uh, So that was uh, that was interesting on the Zoom call with eight or nine faces looking at me. So they called your bluff on it? Yeah, I don't know if it was a bluff, but I'm definitely no, uh, <laughs> no Van Halen or anything like that. What'd you play for them? I think Smoke in the Water, something like that. Very nice. simple. Yeah. Good for you. Good for you. Uh, Let's stay on the hockey and then we'll get away from it uh, maybe a little bit later on. Everyone knows that uh, you got banged up, weren't able to finish this past season. Just give us a bit of an update as to kind of where your status is right now. I know you've been on the ice a little bit. Uh, How's the road to recovery for you going? Yeah, I've actually made a full recovery and been fully cleared since my, uh, since my injury. So uh, I'm really happy with where I'm at right now. Uh, since the rink opened in Winnipeg, I've been skating there and I've been able to train and uh, just work towards this upcoming season. So I'm I'm very happy with how far things have come. What have those on-ice workouts been like? Who have you had a chance to, since you're a defenseman, try and slow down? Yeah, I've been lucky enough to skate with a couple older guys, uh, Brett Howard and Nigel Dawes, um, a bunch more to to name off. But uh, just having those, seeing all those pros work hard and because uh, uh, you a good gives me a good a good uh, aspect to, to see where I need to be. And uh, I really enjoyed it. What do you take out of that, Carson? Because those guys, not only on the ice, when you're out there 
you know, full equipment, but even in the dressing room and other different times where you can be around players that have gone through what you're going through here this week, how have they helped you the most with that? Yeah, they just keep it loose and uh, take it very seriously when I get to the rink. So uh, when, when the time comes to go on the ice or get in the gym, I don't really have to worry or think about what's going on outside too much. And I can just kind of uh, get to work. And I really appreciate that uh, those, those guys treat it like that. And uh, I'm glad to be a part of it. Anything in your game right now that you're specifically trying to fine tune a little bit, or is it because we're in the middle of July here right now, you've got some time before you really have to wrap things up. Yeah. Just, uh, you know, taking quite a bit of time off, just getting my skating back and, uh, just rounding out my game, really. Uh, nothing, not one thing sticks out to me. Just focusing on, uh, you know, working hard and, uh, and you know, being able to move fast and, and so I can, I can have success playing. Peterson, Milne, Alexander have an opportunity as well this weekend to become National Hockey League property. How much have you talked to those guys and uh, kind of gauged where they're at? Pardon the pun, I guess, with Alexander. Yeah. Um, Honestly, not too much. Uh, I think um, we'll probably talk more after, see where things go. Just everyone's in a different situation right now, right? So uh, I'm just excited to see. Hopefully uh, we can all have some success this weekend. And, uh, you know, a great group of guys, those guys. So just hoping for the best for them. So away from hockey a little bit here, Carson, we talk about the rehab for you. And now that you feel you're 100% ready to go, what have you been doing to keep yourself busy away from hockey? Yeah, I spend a lot of time on the golf course in the summer. Uh, really enjoy doing that. It's a nice way to spend the day and kind of get away from all other hectic things and uh, just kind of focus on one thing. So I really enjoy it. And, uh, I have lots of fun doing it. Are you improving? Is your index getting lower? Give us an update here. Yeah, my index has gone down quite a bit. So uh, just as we go, I just finished around. So it dropped a little bit more. And um, it's nice to have kind of that number and you just want to it's a good sport that you just always want to continually get better at and uh, uh it's such a good challenge and mentally and physically it's just a great sport so what are you at come on everybody wants to know i'm at a 9.5 right now so there you uh, go working, single digits working, that's good yeah working on getting it down uh, i hit the ball pretty far so that definitely helps but uh yeah lots of room for improvement so the driver's the big part of your game then you you rip it off the tee and see what happens? Yeah, it definitely saves me a lot. So uh, good with the long stick and just try to try to scramble from there. Talking to Owen a little bit about this, and, and you guys have now gone through the same thing as we get back to hockey a little bit, but, but not technically. You've gone through pretty much three years in the Western Hockey League here, or at least parts of, and you've only had one, so to speak, normal year, and that was year one coming to Winnipeg. So you had to kind of move through a transition of franchises into a brand new city. And of course you call it home. What's it like for you looking ahead here, knowing that you've kind of got a normal year for the first time coming up in September? Yeah, I'm just so stoked for uh, this next season. Uh, it's been a lot of trying to get around obstacles and uh, so many uncontrollables. And I hope, hopefully it's the end of it right now. And uh, you can just kind of work hard and not to worry about anything else like that. So uh, we have such an awesome group coming into the season in Winnipeg and uh, really, really going to work towards, um, you know, having a great season with those guys. So just being able to kind of be a part of that team, working towards a common goal again is, uh, it's really exciting for, for me and I'm sure for everybody else. Do you have a highlight 
so far in your Western Hockey League career that you'll look to eclipse coming up when we start for real against the Brandon Wheat Kings? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, scoring my first goal was something I'll always remember uh, in Brandon with a lot of my family there. But uh, I just want to, uh, you know, help our team win. Like I said, we're going to have such a good team this year, and uh, I want to do everything I can to, to make sure to give us the best chance at winning. So um, that's what I'm looking forward to most this year, and uh, that's my biggest goal. Well, we'll look forward to that. But first and foremost, uh, we're all excited to find out which NHL team will make the pick for you, hopefully on Friday night. So Carson, look forward to it. Enjoy it with your family and we'll catch up when it's all said and done uh, early next week again. Thank you. Mikey, appreciate the time. Thanks for joining us. We are all excited about this weekend coming up in the NHL draft for a player that has an opportunity to be selected. What's it like for you as we're just a few sleeps away now? Uh, it's obviously an honor to be noticed by the NHL. Anytime you can get noticed by those guys, it's obviously a, a big honor. So um, I'm excited for the weekend, whether whether I go or not. I'm just I'm happy to be recognized, and I, I'm more focused on next season with a full 68 games. Uh, I can't be looking more forward to that. So yeah, I'm just excited for what's to come. We'll talk about that momentarily because you've been around the league now for three years, and I don't think you've had really anything normal yet, have you? But uh, we'll get to that in a second. So let's stay on the NHL draft here for a minute. Have you had a chance to talk to a number of teams of the conversation? Uh, what's the communication been like? Uh, yeah, I've talked to a couple of teams here and there, but um, I'm trying not to get ahead of myself. Obviously, uh, it's exciting talking to teams, but I'm just trying to focus on my training and what I can do now and whatever happens, happens. What have those conversations been like? Like, how have you handled the first chance to kind of go through something like this? I'm just trying not to get too over, over myself, just talking about my game and what to expect, uh, what my training's like and how I, how I am as a player. So uh, it's just cool things that they ask and odd questions as well. Well, you brought it up and we've asked everybody else, uh, what's the quirky question so far for Mikey Milne? Uh, off the top of the head, I don't know if I can come up with one, but just there's a couple here and there that just kind of throw you off. They, uh, off the top of my head, I couldn't tell you one, but just odd questions. One that you weren't ready for. Mm. <laughs> you got me on the spot. I uh, <laughs> want to know if you have girlfriends and what you do outside of hockey, if you're a partier or not, like stuff like that. So uh, obviously you got to go with your gut and you just got to tell the truth. So what's it been like for you over the last couple of months here? Obviously the end of the shortened Western Hockey League season was something that nobody has been through and we're all excited about some hopeful normalcy beginning here coming in September for training camp. How have you kept yourself busy back home in Abbotsford? Yeah, when I got home, I, I basically started training. Obviously I missed half the season last year, so I got my break for the year and I've just been skating, working out, lots of golfing and going to the lake with friends. So I'm enjoying my time focusing on hockey and training, but also getting away from the rink, obviously with the nice weather. You have a good group of junior and, and pro players you have a chance to skate with? Yeah, I'm skating out in Chilliwack with a bunch of junior players and also working out here in Abbotsford with uh, also a couple of dub and NHL players. So it's a good group of guys. What have you uh, been able to do on the golf course? You mentioned you're swinging the sticks a little bit when you can get away from the rink. Yeah, I got the uh, membership 
just up the street at Ledger Golf and Country, and I've been using that quite a bit. Um, I've shot some 80s. Uh, last year I was in the 70s, but I'm still trying to get to that point right now. But I just go to have a good time. Uh, a lot of my buddies golf as well, so we just go for a good time and see what happens when we get there. What's the best part of your game? Do you rip it off the tee? Do you have the soft hands with the uh, irons, or are you the putting genius? I would say my short game's my short game's pretty good. Um, usually pretty inconsistent off the tee, but when it comes to around the green, I can usually put it close and two putt or maybe one putt. But obviously, there's those three putts that everybody has. No question about that. Uh, that's where you make up your strokes for sure. Is uh, is around the green. So let's get to, uh, you know, the last three years for you. We mentioned that kind of every year has been a little bit unique. How do you reflect back on your WHL career so far? And what do you look forward to coming up this year here in Winnipeg? Yeah, it's crazy. It's going into my fourth year now. Um, my first year, I kind of got a taste of what the league's all about uh, over in Cranbrook. I think I played 40 games or so. And that was just a really learning curve, just seeing what it takes to be a WHL player. Um, learning from players on my team, like Peyton Krebs, obviously he's a great role model. And going into my second year, I had a bit more confidence since I had some games under my belt. And I thought I put together a pretty good season for the most part. Um, obviously the season got cut short due to COVID, but I think that was just more motivation for the next year. And going into my third year, I, I was battling an injury, so I wasn't able to start the season, but I think in the last 14 games I played, I, I really got some confidence and started playing some pretty good hockey. So that leads me to my next year. And I couldn't be more excited for my fourth year, obviously having a bigger role on the team and being one of the older guys. I'm really excited to just kind of carve the path for the younger guys. And I think we have a really good group that can go far in the playoffs this year. So I'm just super excited for that. How do you manage that expectation, Mikey? Because you say you know what's going on. You have an understanding of what happens both on and off the ice. If you're to kind of reflect back and put yourself in some of those maybe footsteps of the young kids coming in here, what's the best word of advice you have for players that are stepping into the Western Hockey League now? I think you just got to go into the league with bright eyes and just kind of soak in everything you can. Uh, every player is different. Everybody goes about their games a different way, but you can really learn off those those top guys. I mentioned Krebs. Uh, we've also had guys like Bartow and Tepley and guys that really just carry themselves off the ice. You just got to take in everything you see. Um, you might think you know everything when you come into the league, but there's a lot to learn. That's what I've realized. So I'm, I just take what I have gotten from uh, other players and I'm going to try to uh, use that this year. Well, we're all looking forward to the weekend coming up. Uh, any specific plans at all, how you'll spend Friday, Saturday? Uh, not really. I know I have a, a workout in the skate on Friday morning and I'll probably just tune in to watch the, the draft Friday night and Saturday. I'll probably just be watching on the TV. Um, whether I go or not, it's, it's all right. I have, uh, I've got friends and teammates also that I'm looking forward to see go. So uh, I'm just excited for the weekend. Appreciate the time, Mikey. Enjoy it. And uh, we'll catch up soon again. Awesome. Thank you, Brian. Now managing, obviously the fishing and the golfing, you're, doing a lot of hockey prep as we're getting closer here to the start of a brand new Western Hockey League season. So what's that like for you right now? Just kind of give us an idea on how you're managing your days, making sure that you're getting enough ice time, but maybe not doing too much because we're here in July right now. Just what's your mindset there, Owen? 
yeah, I think it's important to, to look after your body and um, make sure, make sure you feel good. So getting the right amount of workouts with the right amount of rest and nutrition is huge. And going into next year, I think it's a big year for our team. We have a really good group of guys, really tight family. And I think we have a lot of potential for next year. So I'm just trying to prepare myself as best as possible and be ready for what's going to be a huge season for us. You've been around the league now for parts of three seasons. You've only seen one full Western Hockey League season. How do you explain how you've been able to kind of navigate your way through your early uh, major junior career? Yeah, like you said, I've only had one one real full season of WHL. When I was 16, I got called up halfway through, played about 40 games, and then so didn't get the full season there. Then the next year when I was 17, played the full season in Winnipeg. Then last year, uh, obviously, the bubble in Regina. So hopefully I will get back to some more normal normal hockey and get to experience it uh, fully, a full season again. Nothing was normal, really, when you take a look at what we've all gone through over the last 18, 19 months. But your team had a terrific run in Regina, and you were really, really good on the ice for yourself. So what was that 24-game experience like for you? It was really good. I think uh, every day the guys got better, and as a team we grew and became really tight. Uh, leaving Regina felt like we were all brothers and it was an experience I'll never forget. I know I was at an opportunity to play with some great players. Our team was really good. And I think going into next year, we'll take a lot from what we learned in the, in the bubble and we'll, it'll help us in the long run next year. You were over a point a game. Is that something that you look at now on an expanded season or how do you try and approach what you've been able to accomplish so far? Yeah, I think that um, offense, uh, it's good when that comes. But I just, like I said before, I try and just control what I can control. And when the points come, that's great. And uh, when they're not coming, then I then look to do look to do other things to contribute. But um, as as a as a two way player, offense is a part of my game, and I get the chance uh, to help help the team in any way, whether it's offensively or defensively, I'll try my best to do that. So when I, when I see the points show up, that's great, but uh, that's not everything I focus on. And kind of expanding on that, Owen, a little bit, that just kind of comes with maturation, doesn't it? Like just understanding that every night's not going to be point night and there is a chance that you can do a lot more for your club if for some reason it's not going across the goal line that night. Yeah, for sure. Whether it's, uh, killing a penalty, blocking a shot, getting pucks deep late. There's a lot of things you can do to contribute. It's not always on the score sheet. So I just think um, there's, there's, there's so many things you can do to contribute. Um, and if it's points, great. If not, um, do other things, be physical, win battles, do, do the little things to help the team win. Let's get back to the draft a little bit more. Uh, we all want to see where everybody's going to go, including yourself. How are you approaching this? Like, obviously, you'd love to be there. You can't. It's a couple of years now in a row that it's all going to be done virtually. So have you had a lot of conversation with different NHL teams, or what's it been like for you to this point? Um, yeah, a little bit. There's been some uh, some talks with some teams, some Zoom interviews and whatnot. And, uh, yeah, like I, like I mentioned before, I just um, will go about my business and, Whatever happens, happens, however it plays out. 
if I uh, happen to get selected, great. If not, I'll look, look at ways to improve and still uh, better my game and better myself as a person. So however things play out uh, in, in a week or so, it's, it's uh, in the big picture really really doesn't matter for me personally. as well. just keep the same mentality and keep working hard every day. Some of those calls, either from NHL management or NHL scouts are legendary. You always get the quirky questions sometimes. Have any been thrown at you as of yet? There's been a couple of weird ones, yeah. I mean, I can't remember who, but this one one scout asked me, like, what kind of golf clubs I had. And I, I didn't really – wasn't expecting that type of question from a hockey scout, but that's probably the weirdest, weirdest question I've gotten. Give us a little insight on the player profile as well. We're not going to make you pick a team because there's 32 options now with Seattle in the league as well. But if you were to mold yourself after an NHL player or feel that your game is kind of like theirs right now, and that's what you'd like to be one day in the best league in the world, what are you trying to pattern yourself after or who, I guess? Yeah, there's a, there's a couple. I mean, I look at, uh, I look at a guy that uh, he's on the Winnipeg Jets, Adam Lowry. He's a big, powerful left-handed forward with some skill. He can finish, but he's also very reliable on the defensive end and can play up and down the lineup, can, is trusted in all situations. He can, he can finish. He can set up plays. He's also a beast out there. He's physical. So a guy like that, or even a guy like Jamie Benn, who's skilled but plays – plays mean and gets to the dirty areas. So those two for, for sure. We're probably about five, six weeks away from training camp now as we start to look a little closer here on the calendar overall. What's your plan once the draft is done? Have you even thought about kind of moving forward now and, and getting yourself back into Winnipeg and making the trip in from, from Alberta? Yeah, I'm, uh, I've, I've, I've circled that date on my calendar. Um, I'm excited to get back with my billets and get back in the Winnipeg setup and go live in what I what I've grown to call home and uh, see see all the faces again, see all my teammates. I, I'm counting down the days. It's gonna be it's gonna be great to get back there and see everyone. Opening night against the Brandon Wheat Kings. Could there be any better start to a season when the Ice and Wheat Kings are ready to open up the rivalry again? Yeah, no, I don't think there can. I think uh, us and the weekends have uh, such a great rivalry. It's always a, it's always a good game when us two meet, and it's chippy. It's it's fast. It's physical. It's 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 great. It's it's what you dream of as a kid. Those type of rivalries. So I, I'm really excited for that game. Well, we're looking forward to it as well. Uh, can't wait to see what happens for you coming up at the NHL draft. Oh, and appreciate the time. Enjoy it because I can tell you from a number of players that have gone through this in the past, it uh, is a special time for you and your family. And we'll look forward to hearing more of those stories when we get you back into Winnipeg. So good luck with that. And we'll see you soon. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Gage, appreciate the time as we all look forward to the upcoming draft coming up this weekend. I know you're here in Winnipeg right now, getting ready for the season itself. So lots to talk about with you today. Uh, first and foremost, how you doing? I'm great. How are you? Good. Excited about the upcoming year. And obviously with the draft this weekend, it uh, kind of gets the brand new hockey season underway, doesn't it? Yeah, for sure. It's definitely an exciting time around here. Tell me about what the last few days, maybe weeks have been like for you leading into Friday, Saturday. One of the higher ranked North American goaltenders. Uh, just 
how are you handling the situation going into Friday, Saturday? Yeah, I mean, personally, I'm, I'm not really uh, thinking about it too much. I'm just trying to just get my training and every, everything done like that and just keep going as a, as in a normal year. I'm not, I'm just kind of talking to teams here and there and when they want to talk to me and I'm just kind of not thinking about it a whole lot. What have those conversations been like? What have you learned? What are you starting to understand about this whole process? Um, I mean, it's it's a difficult process, especially when you can't really meet with these people just because of the certain uh, health scenarios that are still going around in the world. But I mean, uh, everything's done by phone call and, and via Zoom and stuff like that. So I mean, uh, it's, def it's definitely an interesting experience talking to uh, NHL teams and it's definitely a dream come true for sure. In those conversations, we've talked to the other guys and it's always intriguing to hear some of those quirky questions have anybody tried to throw a bit of a curveball at you so far yeah I mean there, there's always that one question in those interviews and I mean I had I had one interview with uh with a certain team and it was uh just saying what's my Achilles heel in life and uh that I've never really thought about that and it, it was definitely an interesting question that kind of stumped me for a bit but I mean uh you just try and get through those certain questions and answer the best as you can is it different as a goaltender do you feel I mean, for sure. I mean, there's there's not there's not a lot of goalies that uh, get the chance to to be involved in these certain interviews and be involved in in this in these two big days coming up. So I mean, yeah, I, I think it's it, it's different, but it's also the same. I mean, they're asking you the same questions, but uh, yeah. How many times do you get asked about your size? <laughs> quite quite a bit. Yeah, I mean that's <laughs> definitely the the main question, and if if I'm still growing or if I'm done or what stuff like that. But yeah, Gage, what about the goaltenders that are in the game right now? Just your standpoint, maybe take yourself out of the net, put yourself in a fan scenario. Goalies are getting bigger in the NHL, right? Like this this is a bonus for you to have that God given size that hopefully you'll be able to use your advantage. How much do you watch what? some of the bigger net miners around the league have been able to accomplish already and kind of the footsteps that you want to follow in. Yeah. I mean, I, I watch a lot of hockey. I, I, I love the game and I am, I'm, I'm always watching it. You can ask all the teammates. I'm always watching highlights and, and the games going on around the league and stuff like that. Just trying to, just trying to see what the other goaltenders are doing around uh, the WHL and the NHL. And, um, the goalies that I really watch are like uh, like a Ben Bishop and a Mike Smith and a, a Pecorine and just just guys that are able to move and and play the puck to to really high capabilities and just using their size to their advantage as well. What were your thoughts when Pekka finally announced his retirement? What a wonderful yeah, career, I mean, eh? Yeah, yeah, he's he's done really well for himself, and I mean, I've I've watched him ever since I started watching hockey. So I mean, uh, it, it was definitely he's he's had an awesome career, and it's it's good to see that uh, he's passing the torch to a really good goaltender in UC Saros. So, how will you plan yourself uh, through the weekend? What's what's the schedule here? Um, well, I'm I'm flying back home to uh, to Okotoks on Friday, um, uh, and then uh, just uh, spent spending those spending that Saturday with my family and uh, not really thinking too much about it, but uh, just, just seeing where the day takes me. Are you trying to downplay it a little bit? Like how excited is the family to get you around and obviously have one of those first steps of walking yourself closer to the national hockey league come to fruition? 
Yeah, I mean, uh, my parents are pretty excited. I mean, it's 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 kind of hard to explain to them what's gonna go, what's gonna happen if it doesn't happen and stuff like that. But I mean, uh, I'm just I'm just trying to be myself and just just be calm through the whole process. And if it happens, it happens. But if it doesn't, it doesn't. I mean, you just gotta just gotta take it day by day and stuff. Let's get away from hockey a little bit. Uh, I know you're here in Winnipeg right now doing some uh, on and off ice workouts. So what's it been like for you since you left the bubble? I mean, the bubble was awesome. I, I, I love the experience with, uh, with all the guys and just being around them 24-7 and stuff. It, it, it really helped, uh, just like the team aspect of it and just understanding what guys do day in and day out. But, I mean, once, once we got out of the bubble, I mean, uh, the, the COVID protocols and stuff like that still, still were in effect for most provinces. So, I mean, I, I kind of laid low when, uh, when that was all still going on, but I mean, uh, just training as usual and just trying to keep in, keep in shape and still get better day in and day out. If, uh, if, if the protocols didn't line up, I mean, uh, you just gotta, gotta keep, keep to them and, and work hard. What are you doing to get yourself away from hockey? Because that's an important part of it now too, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I worked a lot uh, when I got out of the bubble. I mean, that definitely helped me kind of take away from the game and just kind of focus on life. And I mean, uh, I spent a lot of time with my family and uh, just trying to keep them close to the whole process. And yeah. How were you? What were you working at? I was actually working at Home Depot. Um, I was... Uh, uh, yeah, I was working there for the past three months, I think. As soon as I got out of the bubble, I started working there. So, yeah, it was a good experience. It's a different one, and I think it's uh, it's a good experience to get out in the, the working life, even though uh, you're, you're playing hockey and you're a hockey player. I mean, it's important to see different sides of it. Are you a handy guy? Like, do you know what you're talking about when people come up and ask you for things? Yeah, I mean, like I said, I'm a good talker, so I mean, I can get my, I can get, I can get through conversations I might not really realize. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'm pretty good with people. I'm not a very shy guy, so I'm, I'm able to have those conversations with, uh, with people. Yeah. What about the home renovation side of it? Like, do you actually know what's, what's going on when they come to, come to ask you for different things, or are you just pointing people in the right direction? No, I, I I'm not a big uh, hardware guy, but. Uh, <laughs> I kind of, uh, I point my way around the store, but uh, I, I know where stuff is. So, I mean, that always comes in hand. So after the weekend is over, you know, the countdown's coming here to leading into training camp in early September and obviously the brand new season. How is the schedule kind of laid out for you being a netminder? Because it it is a different position, right? Yeah, I mean, it's it, it's going to come fast. I mean, uh, we haven't had a regular camp in almost two years now. So, I mean, uh, it'll be good. It'll be good to be back in, in, in Winnipeg with all the guys again and uh, just being able to see what the, how, how much better everyone's gotten over the past six months and to, to see the new guys coming in too. It's always an interesting thing to see when you go come to camp. So, I mean, I'm, I'm just going to keep training hard no matter what happens this weekend and um, I'm just going to keep getting better every day. Is there a better way to start a year than back to back against the rival Brandon Wheat Kings? No, I, uh, we all love playing Brandon and I think we need to, uh, come out stronger this year against them and kind of show them what, uh, show what we're, we're not messing around this year. We're taking this year seriously and we have a goal that we need to work towards this year. So I think, uh, I think we all already, uh, understand what that goal is. So, yeah. 
Gage, appreciate the insight. Uh, enjoy this weekend with your family, and we'll see you here on the ice sooner than later. Thank you.